Welcome back to the Good Alliance podcast with your host Alicia Solomon and myself Megan Hines where every week we talk the challenge and we are at episode 10 of the Challenge World Championships where it was called Cruel World or when I first saw the title I thought of it as Cruel World because it, it just made sense but here we are um, we're so close but so far from the final and a lot of unfinished business got finished today. Two episodes left. I'm excited to see how this is going to end because this week was painful to watch. Not going to lie. Between the bad politics and just the stagnation of the partnerships, I was completely over it and it gave me main show vibes. So I'm ready for us to wrap up this season with a bow, please. It was a lot of hypocrisy from the so-called legends and i'm just like especially jordan jordan was being a hypocrite and i'm just like sir can you not just stop talking i was like i'll get to it but i i I just saw glaring hypocrites and walking back of things and i was like we're not doing this so we started this episode back with darrell and kiki in game so and Kiki's very grateful to have another life in the game. And she's looking to make some work going with her enemies in Sarah and Emily. And Sarah did talk to Yes and Emily about the game at the state right now. And she told us, the viewers in her confessional, that she wants to keep working with them, even though she made this contract of sorts with Jordan and Tori to pet Yes and Emily in at the next chance. But she had little plans of doing that. And I applaud her because, like, does you can smile on their face? Yeah, agree. But she's rolling with Yes and Emily. Which, shout out to Sarah for staying true to what she wanted to when she came in. She made friends with Emily decided to stay loyal to her and she's sticking with that game plan so can't be mad at it but it's definitely interesting to see the dynamic of how everything is just playing out yeah and then emily says she she found it hard to trust her own countrymen and troy and kiki because troy stabbed her in the back early in the game and she already knew like he would not have her trust because that rivalry and beef goes back to their season. And I would like to see them both on the main show because that would give us quality and good entertainment. So bring them to MTV. And then Kaz says she wants to address Jordan for what happened last week. And I'm like, thank goodness you grew a spine because you've been just letting him walk over you this whole time. I'm like, I want to see how this goes. And he did, obviously. Yeah, was there anything that was so glaring that she needed to stand up against Jordan previously till now? I don't think there was anything that was like, she has to put her foot down. I think once he put Tristan in and they had to vote that way, she kind of was like, okay, now it's getting ridiculous. Like, 
I need to say something. But I don't think she was like sitting on her hands before. She's just boring in general. Like it's not not her trying to be entertaining. It's just she's boring. Yeah, I just I just needed something else. Like she is boring, obviously. Yes, true. But if she's gonna, I would I would have wanted to see some of this energy prior. Like. I just needed her to be more forefront with what she wanted out of Jordan in the partnership early so that she would have made better things happen for herself and her game and her allies that she had. But she really was, like, this whole time has been under Jordan, and he's just been happily walking and leading them. So at this point, because now it affected her, she's speaking up. I just say, if you are in partnership with somebody, state what you want from them and set your boundary. She didn't do that. And she needs to communicate with people more. But she, I liked how she did it this episode. But first, we, we get to the daily challenge. And it was called Point Break. And while connected together, teams must swim to six platforms in a lake to collect their puzzle pieces one at a time, take onto shore to their board. And once they are back at shore, they must solve the puzzle then answer a question pertaining to the puzzle, and they have only three chances to get a right check. And if they surpass those three, they're out, and that's that. The fastest team will win, obviously, and the slowest team that doesn't complete it will go straight to elimination. And being that it was a swimming challenge, Tori and Jordan made comments that they are, like, throwing their hands up that this is another one that Emily has in the back. Of course she does. She's an Olympic swimmer. Thanks for pointing that out, guys. Yeah, I mean, it's really no shocker that she would do well. The only thing that would really hold her back is the fact that she's tethered with Yes. And the last time we seen them in a challenge like this and she had to go back and get Wes, they ended up losing. So the only thing that's holding her back is Yes, which is sad to say because I love Yes. And I've mentioned this last time when he went to the pool back, he was swimming like cachet. He was doing the same thing on the back of him. I'm going to shoot him some bail. He was not as bad as cachet. Let me just say that. He was not as bad. Like, he he was actually doing a little something on his own. Shorty was just dead in the water. Like, she was just there. But he was actually, you know, trying, but it, it was, it looked poor because he's going up against somebody who does this for a living. Yeah. And he was just being slow. He's 40 something years old and he's, it's, it's we're not going to age him. 43, <laughs> but he's still doing well. <laughs> I'm going to shoot him some mail. Get off my man. Yes. Get off, get off his back. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, but he literally said it himself and he's trying to just keep up. That's it. And I, I respect him being honest about it, but he was being slow. And it is what it is. That's that. But Kiki was very unwell at the start of this challenge. And Darrell needed her to calm down. And that was a theme with them this episode because she was freaking out at the beginning of this. And then when they were doing the, the elimination later, that came up again. And that messed him up a little bit. But Kiki redeemed herself a little bit of that as well. Jordan is also trying to keep him and Kaz right behind Emily and Yes. But both teams just a hair away from one another. And they both notched their first puzzle pieces. And Kaz is not handling her breathing well. She was like, I got asthma and it's it's not boding well for me right now. But she was still pushing through. And speaking of people who also cannot swim, 
still. I, I, I didn't realize he couldn't swim. I mean, I didn't know either. <laughs> I didn't realize he couldn't swim because I don't think we really saw the last challenge that they swam. Like they kind of jumped ahead a little bit. So we kind of just missed him. So now once we see it, it's just like you're on the show, you are bringing nothing, you're tired, and you can't swim either. Like what? As Kevin Samuels once said, what do you bring to the table? Like, what are you bringing? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you here? Theo did all that chirping on Twitter to come back on the show and give us nothing. He One thing he did was he mended his old friend in his relationship with Cass. Cool, that's cool. But you came back and gave us nothing else. You can't swim. You are not a political player. And you're just there. I'm disappointed. And I was like, oh, I'm glad to see Theo back. He has not provided any. And that is a disappointment to me as a fan. So Sarah had to hold that big man on her back. And I'm like, that's a lot of weight to carry. But they were able to get through it. At one point, Kaz and Jordan got half their pieces together. With Yes and Emily right behind them. It was really a two-team race between Yes and Emily and Jordan and Kaz. Which Jordan was hell-bent on trying to get this win, and also keeping up with Yes and Emily. Yeah, I think once we seen them right behind them, he was really focused on staying and, like, being up with Emily so that he can just measure himself against her, essentially, because she was obviously the person to beat. But Emily stated that she felt like he was in, basically, their water dust because it was giving him momentum and basically her current of swimming was carrying them which I could believe I'm not a water enthusiast so I don't know how swimming works but it makes sense that if she's going as fast as she is and really dragging yes as well that that can give some momentum to Jordan who's actually a good swimmer himself so it's it was interesting to see that the both of them going back and forth and him trying to just keep up with her yeah I'm like you're getting getting there Jordan I applaud you trying to find a barometer to reach. And it really gave Yes and Emily some fits a little bit. But at one point, Jordan got the wrong color puzzle piece. So they had to do another lap. And Cass is like, oh, you made a mistake. How convenient. And he was like, yeah, I made a mistake. I got the wrong one. And then on the way back to get the other piece, he asked Darrell and Kiki if they could get a piece for them. And Darrell was like, hell no, nah, I'm not doing that. We, I'm trying to help Kiki. And you asked me for this? I'm good. Yeah, why would Darrell and Kiki take them up on their offer? That's just dumb. I don't, like, even the swapping the two pieces, it's just like, what does that do for their game, essentially, at the end of the day, too? It, it just made no sense for him to even ask that. But, you know, white people got nerve sometimes, so I guess he has some nerve that day <laughs> a lot of nerve <laughs> and yes emily finally made it to shore their puzzle piece and they started working on that but they were taking a bit long and that gave Kaz and jordan good amount of time even though they also did a whole other lap to get up there and start their puzzle and it was really seconds apart when they finished like literally after they kept doing the check Emily and yes, they exhausted all their checks, but they managed to get the last one. And then Jordan and Kaz, they got to two checks. They got that second one correct. But Emily and yes, 
they got that last check done and it was correct it was 16 and they win this but it was just funny like right after they got it done on their third Jordan Cass finally got theirs on on a second and he threw a fit yeah because he was trying to win the whole time and basically carry the team himself and they lost like that was just the end of it I'm I'm surprised that they did lose because honestly I thought it was over once yes and Emily, Emily got their two checks wrong I was like oh they're not gonna get this Jordan Cass is gonna swoop in and win this but that didn't happen. And then word on the street is that somebody was just cheating and telling people all of the answers. So miraculously, people just swam up and was just like, ooh, I know. This is 16. Like, out of nowhere. And basically screwed Darrell and Kiki at the end of the day because they were the last ones up there and they ended up losing the challenge. But it was just like, it's not surprising that they were cheating, but it's just like, what? what is the reason? Like, what? what is the purpose? Like, y'all all... It's just the convoluted nature of this show. It just gets to me sometimes because it's just like, let people do what they got to do to win. Like, stop taking opportunities from other people and trying to let your friends win. Like, everybody can't come with you. And we've been saying this the whole freaking season. This is not friends. This is the challenge. Not everybody is winning this money. We are not having a repeat of the last two seasons of the show where the finalists decide, well, what, okay, last season, because first season they were required to do that. But last season, we're not doing that again. Not everybody is getting a pot of that money. It's only also, two of y'all. That's something that's quote unquote been said behind the scenes is that this has been years prior since the Kenny Bananas um, West era is like they've been basically spending money with people behind the scenes. And breaking people off to their quote-unquote friends. So this is not new from last year. But I think now it's just so blatant and it's just rude. Like, as a viewer, I don't care how your alliances go at the end of the day. But everybody can't come with you. And so I just think that it's just like, oh my god, my friend has to come. And I have to have this person. It's like, bro, no, you don't. Like, you need to take care of yourself. Like, if you win the money and you want to split it with your friend, that's cool. Like, I would be more thinking of the mindset if... If I'm going to win, like, I'm going to share it with X, Y, and Z. Not we all have to get there so that we all can have an opportunity to split the money. Because then that makes me seem like you don't trust your friend enough to split the money with you if they win. You feel me? Yeah. And even in, that, oh, even in the dynamic with Casey, Tori, and Jordan, like, Casey noted at one point that Jordan's not going to throw himself in for, for her. He's going to do it for Tori. Like... Casey knows her place. She's like, Tori and Jordan aren't like the, Casey is Tori's friend, but I don't think, well, no, Tori is dumb enough to do that because she's been doing it the last three episodes of throwing herself in for her. But I, aside from Casey, them two cahoots. They'll do whatever, whatever for one another. And it's just like annoying. Let's leave us out of it. This is the third, second season of us having this. And it's horrible. I need this to stop. Um, with that, and Troy knew that this was worst case scenario for him and Casey with yes and me winning, and it is. So at this point, people gotta say people's names, and because Emily don't like Troy at this at all, he knew that he was going in no matter what, and no matter how this nomination stacked up, they were probably going in. So them trying to do what they did in nominations was 
hilarious and pointless. I also really just skipped <laughs> towards what I thought about that. But before that, Danny, Sarah, and me, they had a laugh and a celebration talk about the game and Emily. They know that the vets were not playing strategically, just keeping the friends safe as they have been saying and have they been saying. And Danny was saying that one of Tori's number ones is not safe. All he is worried about is being Tori's number one because he is her partner and getting them to the end. He is not willing to risk his game for for both of her friends. He's not. As he shouldn't be. I don't think that that's unreasonable for him to ask of her for them to be on the same page so that they both can get to the final so that they both can win money it's obvious they're there for certain reasons to win money whatever Tori's reason is she's there to win money at the end of the day just like he is he's there for his daughter and his family but it's just so it's so jarring to me how she's just willing to put everything at risk for two people that I feel like would just leave her in a ditch if they had the opportunity to, because Jordan has done so in the past and not to say that their relationship isn't anything, but the back and forth between the two of them has just been contentious at times. And I don't think like he's not afraid of saying her name as much as she is of saying his. And you seen Casey last week, say her name, a deliberation. So it's not that far off that the both of Jordan and Casey would put themselves up before they would put, Tor- it's just like Tori is just the one that's stuck in dumb ass land. Like, get get your head out of your ass, as Sarah once said, and just play the game. Because it's no point in you trying to get everybody together and, and sacrificing yourself. Just because you just won the season of the challenge and you're okay, doesn't mean that your partner isn't there for a reason. Like, I just don't understand her her thought process, her mind, her method. It's really irritating to see her week after week and I think this week it just came to a head where it's just like girl are you really that are you really that slow that you really putting yourself up for elimination just so that you won't say Jordan or Casey and the answer is yes she it is that that's the operative answer it's yes and then Jordan had the audacity to say that the difference between the MVPs and legends were that the legends played with honor and he harps on trust and loyalty Y'all do the y'all do the conniving, slick mess every season with one another. Now all of a sudden, the last couple of seasons, y'all are all friends, and y'all just play this weird game that has no actual strategy. It's just gonna have people that y'all don't know or y'all don't like. That's not actual strategy. Y'all are just playing to get y'allself and y'all group, like we've been saying, to the end for whatever reason. And it's not good. Jordan just be saying anything, bro. Jordan really just be saying, and he he thinks it sounds so good. Like we seen it last season where he was on the show and he had his little moments and clips where he was saying things, and he just thought like he ate it all up. And it's just like, no, you didn't. Like if you really sit and think about it, and he tried to make it seem like they have honor and integrity and they stand on their. Bro, you the last person to say that. Tori's the last person to say that. Casey is the last person who should be saying that. Like y'all all, the footage shows. Y'all all ain't shit at, at y'all core, like, to be yeah. honest. And I'm not even talking just on screen. I'm talking about behind the scenes things that we know about some of y'all. So please, Mrs. with the upright and, and all contentious bullshit, like, come on, man. Like, we not stupid. And literally, last, we literally just saw this man call Tori a terrorist over a game move. Over, well, she was being stupid, obviously. But he literally called her that 
over that move. That was out of line. He's like, he said, the last person I want to be talking about honor with. Because he, at one point, he probably did have honor in the game. You know, I, I'll give him that. But as of recent, no. Because it's, it's based in nothing. It's just based in favoritism and people that you like. And that's it. And it's like, y'all are dumb. Like, we see through your BS. It's stupid. So, I really like how we are really getting into them because we do this all the time. But it's really blatant, this episode. Because, like, y'all don't think we're stupid. Like, we got, most of us that watch the show got more sense than y'all. Like, and y'all the ones trying to win money. I'm not trying to win money. And I know what the best move would have been. But no. It's just, it's it's not even that. It's just they're really just trying it and trying to make TV and make it sound good. And it just doesn't because we are familiar with your game. Like, we know y'all. Like, like, cut it out. Cut it out. I think they just think that because some of the people from CBS is like new viewers and they're watching, they probably don't really know the dynamics of the game like that. Like, come on, cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> when Tori said that she wanted to pay it for it put herself in to save Jordan and Casey. I literally wrote in my notes, girl, BFFR, be fucking for real because you're playing in my face. Like, why would you do that? It means that Lurie just said, Danny is not doing that. Danny's not going for that. Why would you make the bad idea? Like, oh, I'm going to put myself in to save them too. We have a whole partner. If she was by herself, that would sound that would be great for me because then that would be one opportunity for her to go in so that she can lose. But since you are attached and tethered to Danny, like you need to have more sense. Like I, it's not really again, I, I can't try to make sense out of stupidity with this chick because that's mm-hmm. what she is at the end of the day. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. But it was just hard for me to watch because I know Danny was so frustrated and he was probably like trying to just pull each dread out one by one. Like I would just be upset if I was Danny, like lock by lock. I am pulling my hair out dealing with this chick. Cause why are you like this? Like you, you literally are giving up an opportunity to win $500,000 so that somebody else can win. And they probably not even might, they, they don't even even have the full opportunity to win probably either. So you're just putting yourself up for nothing to to make yourself look good. He was like, will I do it? Hell no. I felt that. (laughs) That was real. (laughs) And then I I don't know how how they edit the next scene. It was like with Kaz sitting in the sitting area, I guess, listening to them. Because I guess the bedroom was like off from the sitting area. She made a comment about how... Like, she doesn't mind going in, but she would rather fake do his thing. Which led to Kaz and Jordan talking about the state of things and their partnership and what the move is for this week. Jordan told her that they're going to go in. He decided that he was going to put himself in to save Tori from making a stupid decision. And in turn, Kaz is like, that's not your decision to make because also this is my money you're playing with. This is my stake in the game you're playing with. I'm not about I'm not about to do that. I would let, rather let fate do his thing and leave it at that. And this argument, what our conversation was even argument with a weird conversation that's made me annoyed. And to the fact I've been there talking in confessional, <laughs> Jordan was like, I did the same thing on a season. I drew myself in and I lost. You were by yourself. And you did that for the ego. 
I don't even know what to say at that. I, I like I said, Cass is, has been boring and she hasn't bring much to this season. But honestly, like I was so annoyed for her just listening into that argument and conversation because it was just like, He's trying to make up for Tori not trying to put herself in. And so now he wants to sacrifice himself. And I just think, like I've been saying this whole time, the fact that these people have different alliances and it does not align with their partnership is hurting them in the end. And I don't know if I want to see this dynamic again, where it's two opposite people coming from different parts of the world or whatever the case may be, but just the alliances in general and how far apart there are in the partnership, because it's just frustrating to watch. And there's no compromise to be honest like last week they sort of sort of compromised with Danny and Sarah and saying that they'll vote for yes and Emily next time but yes and Emily won so now they have to do something else and they have to fumble but as far as Cass goes I completely agreed with her like why would I put myself up for your ex-girlfriend like unless you got 500k sitting at home that you can take out your bank account and just split 250 with me at when we leave then that's fine but the time that she took, the energy that she's took, the freaking everything that she's done this whole season is going to be for nothing just so that she can, you you can say that you didn't want to put Tori up. Like, y'all got to be insane. And I would have been done with the both of them from that point on. Like, just listening to them talk and try to make sense of it to their partners. Like, bro, these people are insane. And literally, Kaz was breathing hard. She was struggling in this challenge and you want her to go into a nation after she felt horrible about her performance i would not you telling me we came in second to another team i was struggling this whole time with my breathing and you want me to decide to volunteer to go into a to a nation or the, the nomination group or whatever because you want to save tori's ass i'm not doing that and I, I'm like, I like that I was very, I was on Kaz's side in this. I'm like, you're playing in my face right now. I'm not doing this. I'm not going in for her because she, I don't know that woman. I'm not, I'm not playing this game for her. I'm playing it for me. And the way that Kaz just walked off when he yelled, the, what he did, what, what he did, I'm like, good for her. So he goes to nomination. And Tori, once again, says she wants to put herself in. And then he's like, we already talked about this. I'm not doing it. They all decide that, oh, I'm going to vote for you. I'm going to vote for you. Don't make. And so we get the decision put in. Yes, and these hands to choose who goes in. Which is boring because the last time they went to a stalemate, TJ made it seem like it was some hyped up thing. Like, don't do this again or else something's going to happen. And then we get to the freaking arena and it's up to Yes and Emily again. Like, I thought it was going to be some other twist happening in the stalemate situation where, I don't know, something else. Think of something else, somebody. Like, something else was going to happen and, you know, tables wouldn't be turned. But honestly, if it's going to be left up to Yes and Emily, we already know how this is going to happen with Casey and Troy. Like, so it was just, it was pointless. It really could have, they could have did it where Darrell and Kiki could choose their opponent. That would have been better because we could have gotten a different team in there. Because Kiki was not going to say Troy's name. No. So it could have been anybody, to be honest. Yeah. So we went to the arena. And because of me, Jess and Emily, they are the sole people to do the vote. They put in Casey and Troy. Emily's like, I'm putting it both of these two. Troy, she gave this weird explanation that Troy threw a shot at her first, blah, 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 blah. 
when record shows that she threw a shot at Kiki first, and at one point Troy just had to put in say Emily's name because they're on opposite. They're not cool. So it is what right. it is. He's cordial yeah. her, but they're not cool. I think Emily has selective amnesia at times, and I just don't think she really understood why people felt the way they felt in terms of Troy and Kiki being on opposite sides. Like, Kiki was clear and blatant, but she made it seem like they came for her first when in actuality she was the one who started it in this scenario, like, on this show. I don't know what happened in the Australia show. However, I do know that you lost and that Kiki and Troy won and Kiki eliminated you on that show. So maybe she's harboring, you know, something off of that. But the first episode we seen, you threw in Kiki. So, like... I don't get Emily. Like, Emily's a weird one to me. I really don't care for her because she really tries to act like she's high and mighty. And it's just like, you're doing a lot of dirt and then want to act like you're not doing anything. You just want to throw rocks and hide your hands. Like, I don't like people like that. Stand on what the hell you were doing. And it's really sick in the head because now you're sitting up here and you're giving this whole speech and it's just like, bro, we seen you. Like, we have the footage of you doing this shit. Like, I I don't get why you think that we... You think we missed this? And I, I don't know if Troy told her that he told Kiki, but we all we all saw you do it. And like Troy let it slip, to be honest. <laughs> like he let slip to Kiki that Emily did that. But you haven't talked much Troy at all. Like it, at the business team, it was you and Grant together like this. You, Grant, Emily, Sarah, and Dean. It was y'all for like this. You did not have Troy and you in your plans. So by proxy, he's on the Oscars, doesn't know what's going on. So, because him and Kiki are the only ones that actually won your season, he's rolling with Kiki. He has no actual problem with you, I don't think so, but he just don't like you. That's it. So we get Casey and Troy going against Bill and Kiki in the game called Breakthrough, where the pairs will swing through a wall and build it back to complete an equation and then swing through another wall, and then have to run and gather puzzle pieces to solve. The first team that does this will win and stay in the game. Loser goes home. And I was conflicted on who I wanted to win this. I was like, I want to see Kiki and Darrell back in the game, because they would have actually been a good swing vote and would have given us another angle of drama because of the rivalry with Kiki and Emily. But I was like, I was waiting for, I was waiting for Troy. Not Casey, because... No, you root for one, you're rooting for both. Like, pick a side, <laughs> please. Darrell and Kiki was obvious. Like, those are the, the only people that I was rooting for. Those are our number one team left that I wanted to see win at this time. Like, the only team. Like, Troy, your collateral damage at this point. You got somebody with you that really shouldn't be here. So, sayonara, sucker. Darrell and Kiki were the ones that I was rooting for the whole time. <laughs> Like that's just it. <laughs> so it's like I I was really more celebrating for Drill and Kiki, but I was like, damn, if I don't if I don't see Troy again, well, it's sad to me because I like him, but because he's attached to Casey. But Kiki, so they all get through that first wall. Kiki swung and she fell, but she got back up. But kind of feel like she probably hurt herself a little bit. I feel like because she when she fell, she had said something. When they got through the wall, they knocked down half of theirs. Troy and Casey knocked down a third of theirs. It was more than they anticipated. Because <laughs> Troy, like, one of them knocked it out. Like, what? <laughs> like, we got so much ground to make up. And 
Casey is not that great with equations at times. So I was like, okay, this may be in favor of Darrell and Kiki. Yeah, I mean, it looked like it was going in Darrell and Kiki's favor. And I think once they were able to knock down less of the wall and get their equations up quicker, I thought it was going to go faster. And then Darrell started doing that math. And I said, oh, it's going to be a long night because yeah. I, I don't know what math that is. But however you get to your answer, if you get the right answer, you get to your answer. I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not going to question. How, you know, when people say show your work, I don't know what work he was showing. Like <laughs> that just was a hot mess. But I think Kiki being there with him being support and then also Troy and Casey kind of struggling with the other side of the wall. It was helping them. And then it just went to shit basically. And Troy and Casey got theirs. Darrell forgot to subtract. Like a huge part of it was the subtraction, which is blatantly right there. And somehow, some way he forgot it. And Kiki was right there trying to get that back. And I just think that they lost momentum and it was over for them at that point. Yeah. I was like, now they off of, off of this, it was 562 minus like, that was when we subtracted from that big number that, that they had. I'm like, that would have been so fine. But no. And now we're stuck again with Casey and Troy, who win this nation. And Wednesday when Casey's like, Emily, Emily, Emily. Shouldn't have done that. Basically, she should have done that. Because now, them coming back puts big target on, yes, Emily. Yeah, it's like once you take a shot, you better not miss or else it's going to be a long time for you in this house. And so I was rooting for Darrell and Kiki, like I said. But yeah, Casey and Troy winning, it definitely puts a target on their back. And especially now that they have more momentum because Toy and Jordan are more numbers. And so it's going to be much harder for Yes and Emily to, you know, be able to get something going on even though they made a quote-unquote deal with Jordan they reneged on that deal and still voted for Troy and Casey so that's something on added on to them now as well and then now you have to factor in like if you don't win you're probably just going to go in immediately and you're so close to the final so so many factors that are going against yes and Emily that I kind of wish they would have just not said not did too much because now it's just like all right you got a target on your back for sure yeah and that preview, more Jordan was talking to somebody, and then after, well, first of all, to the end of this episode, TJ was like, "Y'all, one step closer," and I'm like, "Are we going to the final now?" No, I think at least one more week we have another challenge, and then we probably go straight into the final. I feel like it might be a purge next week, so, but not purge. Yeah, but it's, not I mean, purge. it's it's five more, five more teams left. I think at this point, and you still have the challenge of next week plus the elimination. So the person who's winning is going to the final immediately. And then the person who loses probably just, you know, that that person loses and then they start the final there. Yeah. As we're doing this live, everyone, <laughs> YouTube, I want to retract. I don't know. I'm retract part of my statement earlier. Kaz was struggling a bit. She wasn't struggling as much as Kiki, because I know Kiki had asthma and she wanted the asthma inhaler. But at one point, yes. Kaz did have an issue when she got back. I will say that. 
I just let it rock because I thought I missed it because I remember Kiki was literally having an asthma attack and like yeah. axe production for a pump. But cool. Yeah, I just wanted to say that because like I remember vividly that happened. But I just want to say that. But we're back into these tweets from this week. There were a lot. Mrs. McCray didn't tweet this week, but Danny was online giving us what we expect. Obviously, a lot of things we agree with. So the first tweet that he actually said was the least my partner will go through to save her friends and undermine our partnership is crazy. The number of times I've asked myself if she really wants us to win the game or if she wants her friends to win is insane. And that's facts. I feel like Danny is tweeting straight facts because it's really obvious how blatant it is that she's really putting herself first rather than putting her and Danny first. And so Danny's just having a hard time. I bet you he won't listen to his wife after this. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to pick better than that, okay? Like, somebody else. Pick somebody else. (laughs) Also, it's very funny, too. Sidebar, real quick. Darrell is on one of the podcasts this week, and he wanted Justine to pick him, but she didn't pick him. And I'm like, I would have liked for that partnership, but she would have fared a bit better <laughs> being with the real. Yeah, I did hear that uh, quote. And I feel like they probably would have probably done the same as they done as he did with Kiki this season, just because I feel like Justine and Kiki are, you know, kind of equal in how they compete so far on the show. And so... Yeah, it would have been interesting to see that dynamic of them, too. Yeah. Next tweet from Danny. Well, someone tweeted, if you don't get voted in, why the hell would you volunteer to go to a nation? Danny quoted story of my season. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's Mm -hmm. true. The next tweet. (laughs) I don't know. I I feel like Kaz has this in her, but I don't know. Uh, Someone was like, Kaz walking out of the professional. They posted a video of Kaz walking out the professional. Somebody quoted it saying, not even joking. If I was Kaz, I would have agreed to go into a nation and then pull an Arissa. When I did win, there's no fucking way I could come back and be under the same roof as y'all motherfuckers. So fuck you. I'm done. Y'all can kiss my motherfucking ass and that's the motherfucking game. Actually, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't think she would do that. I wouldn't advise her to do that just because why would you risk yourself losing money just to prove a point to him? Like, Arissa was by herself. Arissa was going through so much other things that made her do all of that. But, yeah, I wouldn't do that if I was cast. If that, at that point, like, if you know for sure that you were not going to win at all, like, if you were just in a losing situation, if this was the finals and people were so far ahead where you knew that you were going to lose. Okay. I can see you being like, you know what? Forget this, forget you. I'm done with it. But you're so close to the end. It's just like, I wouldn't risk it, but she should have just, you know, give him a little, a little British cuss. You know what I mean? Like something a little extra, a little extra queen English, you know, tang on it. Something she got to put something on it. Yeah. And she's from an island where the girls, they have a good little clappy slap back. Okay. But I don't know if, I don't think on her season she would like that. So that's why we 
got cats like this. So, yeah. And I was like, I don't, she would not do this. But it's just funny as a thought. If she had that in within her, <laughs> that would have been funny. And I would have lived for it a little bit, just sticking it to Jordan. Everybody else. The next tweet, Emily throwing in Troy against Kiki simply because she can't stand the fact that they both won the Challenge Australia while she got eliminated midway. What loser behavior? Big fact. She she gives heavy loser energy. Sorry. Yeah. Not sorry. Yeah. Hey, but she is being bitter. It's giving good TV right now. So I will applaud that. <laughs> but... <laughs> But that's all the tweets from the week. And yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. We are coming to a close of this season of World Championships. You have like two episodes left. We're almost to the finals. And so I'm not rooting for anyone. So I really don't care at this point. I mean, I would root for Danny. However, the person next to him, I just, unless she goes home, somebody else takes her place and he's still in the game, I'll root for Danny even more. But it's not giving that so we're just gonna see how this ends but thank you guys for listening if you would like you can follow us on twitter at dual lines pod you can follow megan at makes and hines on twitter you can follow myself at ace underscore s5 on twitter you can follow us on youtube if you would like at dual lines podcast and we'll be back next week to discuss more of the challenge world championship bye 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 to the love of my life my eye oh.